informative, educational, insightful. You're listening to VoiceAmerica.com. Welcome. You've entered the realm of 1111 Talk Radio. Your host is Simran Singh. It's time to discover your own language with the universe. Learn to empower yourself, broaden your mind, open your heart, and discover who you are. Now, here's your host, Simran Singh. Welcome back to Sage Summit 2015. We are in the final day, and I have a couple of exciting guests for you. We're going to jump right into things with Chelsea Cross. She is a millennial generational characteristics expert, author, and speaker. She's a TV and radio talk show host, and she is doing amazing things on the planet. As an accomplished speaker, a published author, television and radio talk show host, an executive producer, certified health coach and entrepreneur, she's the chief creative officer and co-founder of Impulse. Her newest project, Impulse, is a digital marketing agency that specializes in creating content to target the millennial generation. Welcome, Chelsea. Hi. It's great to have you here. You know, that is a growing market. They are all over everything. And when we are different types of people that are out there doing our work in the world, whether it is someone in the spiritual field, in the business field, regardless of what it is, talk about how we really approach that millennial customer. You know, I think that's the question that every marketer, agency, publicist, producer, our director really wants to know is how do you capture this really quirky kind of misunderstood generation and you know little do people know we're actually 80 million strong on wow. the planet we are the fastest growing generation we're soon to outnumber baby boomers um, and you know what it's just the reality that times are different today right so what hap- what existed 10 years ago is way different than what exists now I mean when I started my career I, st- I was just 16 years old in high school and started in local AM radio because there was no such thing as YouTube. You know, think about the 16-year-old now. They go, oh, of course, YouTube, Vine, Meerkat, Periscope. I got so many different resources. So this hyper-connected, multitasking generation, you really have to understand this target demographic so you could refine your strategy and market to them appropriately. So it's really, I, I always say to all the marketers, especially when I'm on a consultant job, tell me what you think millennials are. Usually they say lazy, entitled, narcissistic, you know, hyper-connected, which we definitely are. But we're also entrepreneurial. We're also liberal. We're also very eco-conscious. We're also very digital savvy, like we like to find the deals, the the promos, the bargains. Well, Um, I see that a lot of millennials, at least the generations I'm looking at, they seem really grounded in who they are. They know what they like and they know what they don't. And That's for sure. They're very clear. That's and sure. I think a lot of people look at the younger generations from a standpoint of these are the lost generations, but it's actually the opposite, isn't it? I, yes, I totally agree. And the, the realize why I think people think it's the lost generation is just because they're not accepting the change. You know, the change is that digital is integrated into all of our lives. Social media is a part of every aspect that we do. I, w- I was about to, you know, open up Periscope or Meerkat before we even started. That You know, it's just an initial thought that we have. So it's un- understanding the mindset of a millennial and then refining your marketing strategies to tailor it to this co- 
coveted demographic. Now, 80 million people, you can't bracket all of those people in just a few characteristics. Right. So it's, you know, understanding target demos within that 80 million and then refining your strategy there. So we're in a world that's really, really changing. We see yeah. a lot of the banking systems with the political systems, healthcare systems, everything's kind of shifting. And that millennial generation also really doesn't want to define themselves in those boxes and constructs that that are and used to be. Mm-hmm. They're, they're wanting things on their own terms. They really do care about the earth. They really mm-hmm. do care about sustainability. They really do care about eating healthier and better. And so when we're looking at marketing to that generation, when we're looking at how to speak the language, what is the language? What is the culture that is starting to emerge? So that's such a great question. And, you know, I hate to say this word over and over again, but it's really just, you know, if someone can come up with a better word, let me know. But it's transparency. Millennials read through the BS. We really like to know what's in our food, what's in the product we're putting on our face, what's in the product we're putting on our hair, what's the product that we're buying for someone else. And if we like it, we're going to be your biggest fan. We're going to write a review. We're going to send a tweet. We're going to post a picture on Instagram. User-generated content, that's the content created not by the brand, that's actually 60% more um, powerful to this generation than branded content. So instead of MasterCard saying something about MasterCard, more powerful to get an influencer in the financial space to talk about MasterCard from their own personal perspective. That's why the influencers are really the modern day reporters today. Well, what you're really saying, Chelsea, is we have to get smart for this yeah. generation. These mm-hmm. are these are people that are educated. These are people that are going to research. These are people that are going to know everything that's going on and beyond the pulse. For sure. And so in what you're creating, you're helping people to really understand that that's what's going on. I want to thank you for being on 1111 Talk Radio and see if you can give me three words that you want to leave people with that really would be the attention grabbers for the millennial generation. Collaborate crowdsource, co-create. Awesome, awesome. That was Chelsea Cross, Millennial Generation Characteristics Expert, Author, and Speaker. You can find out more about her at ChelseaCross.com. Thank you. Thank you for being with us. And I have another great guest now that is going to speak with us. I'm really, really excited to introduce this individual because we have a lot in common. He speaks my language when it comes to the stuff he does. My guest is Justin Packshaw, and it is justinpackshaw.com. He is presently the managing director and co-founder of the award-winning luxury fashion label, Daroma. During his time in the Army, he was trained as a jungle warfare instructor, was a member of the Royal Armored Corps skydiving team, and earned his combined service colors in sailing. He's a motivational speaker, has an incredible TEDx talk, and most of all what I love about him is he is an adventurer. Sports, travel, mountains, oceans, you call it, he's done it. And so I'm really, really excited to have him on. Welcome, Justin. Hi, Simran. Thank you, my God. I'm going to put you on the payroll. (laughs) (laughs) Hire me. You know what I love about you? Because when I started looking up what you do and who you are and your philosophy and how you think, I went, oh my goodness, I found a fellow soul because Uh, you are all about the unknown. And that that is where we have to go, really to stretch ourselves and to let ourselves truly uncover the journey of life it is about diving into that unknown and that is something that you know so well so I want to throw out words that you can maybe um, share brief statements about so we can help people understand how to expand their soul expand their lives and the first one I want to step into is confidence how do we get confident enough to not be who we think we are and step into who we really are that's a really good question I mean confidence is the sort of uh, bedrock of everything we do and um, as you say, I've been very lucky. I've sort of stepped into areas which are sort of out of our comfort comfort zone. 
And I'm a big believer that, you know, fear is not a bad thing. You just have to sort of go into it and experience it. And then what happens, confidence is the bizarrest entity. It's a sort of invisible entity. But once you start doing something, it's self-perpetuating. So you start with little baby steps and then suddenly you realize that it's possible and that you're all right. And your mojo grows, your confidence grows, and your whole attitude grows. And then the bizarre thing is, it affects everything else. You have a different perspective, you, it affects work, it affects you as an individual, it affects you at home. So it's a really good thing to do, and we need to really push it more and more and encourage it in kids, and you know, all of which I'm very passionate about from my philanthropic side of things. And you really talk a lot about, or in your own life, you practice really embracing that fear and diving into things that are uh, not necessarily in that comfort zone. So what makes people do extraordinary things? Uh, you know, extraordinary things, is it's a sliding scale. I mean, you know, my level, you know, I was a soldier, I was a professional sailor, um, and then obviously I've gone off and climbed Everest and, and, and done lots of things which fuel my soul. Um, ultimately, I am an enormous believer in uh, encouraging people to follow their dreams, to strive, to make themselves as, as brilliant as possible. And you just have to sort of dig into yourself and say what is going to... Uh, influence me to be a better person and a lot of the time what happens is people get restricted by work and um, other aspects that they don't really go and do things that make them bigger and better fuel their soul and I just you know in my talks uh, I, I talk to businesses all over the world about the science of achievement and it, it's not preaching it's just a different attitude a different way a different perspective of looking at things and I just think it is so important. You just have to really work out what you want to do and go and do it. What makes you happy is imperative to follow. You know, Justin, a lot of people think that the opposite of courage is fear, but the opposite is actually conformity. And in the world that we live in, especially with so many systems in place, despite how fast we think things are changing, it's easy for people to get locked inside of the boxes. So easy. And so you have this spirit and I, I, and in looking at your TED Talk and looking at the things that you do and all the adventure that you, you partake in, it really is that child spirit. It's that spirit of wonder, of, of being willing to explore. What has kept that so profoundly present inside of you? Um, I think, well, several things. A strange thing, when I started my journey, it was quite self-centered. I mean, and, and I'm a really big believer in that. There is nothing wrong with ambition and kind of wanting to go and do things. But as I've, as I've got older, the, my attitude has definitely changed. And I'm really a big believer in teamwork and in really making people as brilliant as possible. And then seeing how that affects you and it makes you sit up and raising the bar as high as possible, striving for excellence. But I think that the most important thing is that you are true to what galvanates your purpose and my purpose has changed in that I've become much more concerned about uh, being a conscious person conscious capitalism in my business so we're very focused on looking after everyone having core values which sort of re really resonate with everyone um, but also giving back you know uh, looking at the next generation um, it is very important and you know looking after this planet I have been to all the corners I've sailed around the world I've been to the North Pole the South Pole and, you know, we really need to sit up and realize that it's a magnificent entity, but we must be responsible for looking after it. 
And I think that, you know, that message, you know, technology is so brilliant. And, you know, being here at the Sage Summit and um, I've done a couple of talks here and you really feel that people are ignited. You know, they care. There's a, a sort of a sense of excitement about um, the next phase, really. And a big organization which is really tackling this Sage Foundation, etc. It's brilliant. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a very exciting time. But you have to be true to yourself and you must follow your dreams. Strive forward. So if we were to turn on the television and if we were to listen to the news, it causes a lot of people to go into the gloom and doom and think that the world is heading in this cataclysmic place. But it's very apparent to me in speaking with different individuals that we're actually doing the opposite, that maybe all of the crisis and the chaos is the birthplace of something new. So, and you're talking about stepping out of that place where it's not just so self-centered and we're moving into collaboration and co-creation. What are the first steps in really starting to bring together people that align with the vision that you have? Do you know, I, I think that's really succinct of you and it's very true. Um, you know, I think what's happened, and I know you were just talking about, you know, generate the, the millennium generation. It is a really exciting generation. I mean, I'm beyond that. I'm 50 and sort of Generation X. But I think this new lot coming through are questioning that it's Generation Y, you know, exactly why is this happening? And, um, you know, I, I, in my past, have been a soldier. I've been to war. So I've seen the front end of some of the nonsense that is going on at the moment. And I also agree that people are, on the whole, very excited. And they realize it's about linking arms um, and uh, sort of momentum through collaboration, as you, as you mentioned, which adds an enormous amount of weight, really, and it can happen invisibly. That's the exciting thing. But what I'm very encouraged about, and I, I do talks to, to sort of all the major sort of the big financial businesses around the world, is that they really care now. And it's not superficial. It's actually, you know, it is full of purpose. And they're linking arms. And so you sort of feel that maybe there is a chance that we can change this around. And with the, this millennium generation who like to do things so quickly, you know, everything happens so quickly now that I think that there is real excitement about potential of us making a difference. And um, we've got to keep fueling it. You know, we've got to keep fueling it. We've got to keep talking about it. We've got to, you know, I love it with my adventures. You know, there's something about human endeavor. Uh, it seems to make people sit up and, and, and realize the values that are important. You know, if you climb Everest, every 10th person who gets to the top will die. Mm. So, you know, you, we were a team of 10. Well, you just make sure you're a very good team. You bring the best out in people. You really harness weakness. You know, we all have weakness, but you protect it. Uh, you've got to be tenacious, passionate, believe. Um, you know, all those things. Are, I, I, I'm fascinated by this thing of resource against resourcefulness. You know, people have masses of resource, you know, time and money and experience and stuff. Um, you won't really do anything unless you are resourceful. You have, you know, passion, creativity, discipline. And it's those things which allow you to get to the top of that mountain, whatever that mountain is, figuratively. Um, but I do think there's a really good aspect about conscious capitalism now in people, which I think is very uh, encouraging. I think businesses are becoming much more progressive than traditional. So, yeah, I think it's a really, I, I, I think the next phase um, in our life cycle is actually going to be quite interesting. I think it's going to happen quite quickly as well, or I hope. You talked a little bit just now about belief. And that was one of the topics that came up in the uh, panel this morning as well, is that we have to really believe in ourselves for anyone else to believe in us. 
And when you look at the adventures that you do, especially things like climbing to Mount Everest, talk about the level of belief that has to be there to really attain some of the heights, not just literally like Mount Everest, but any heights that a person moves from when they're in the place of challenge. It all starts with belief, everything. Um, and you, uh, belief is, a, again, it's rather like confidence. It, 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 you can self, it becomes self-perpetuating. Uh, but what you have to do is you have to believe in your ability. And it starts with um, the aspect of finding out what makes you a better person. And that tends to be what fuels your mojo, you know, what makes you happy. And again, it ties in with fear that we talked about a little bit earlier on. You know, you look over the edge and you think, I can't do this. And yet when you start doing, and it can be for any, any reason, I don't have the time, I don't have the money, I don't have the inclination, I don't have the experience. But once you actually start doing it, you realize that the belief aspect um, makes you so much more attractive as an individual to yourself mm. in what your potential is, what the opportunities that that potential opens up. And um, I, I'm a huge believer in belief, but belief is tied into fear. Yes. Because if you don't, you know, fear, there's so much fear around which restricts people. And, you know, we technology, there is a underbelly of technology, which is that people can escape themselves, really, their physicality, and, and they can create a, um, a sort of very easy life. But it's actually, you know, humans are meant to excel. I mean, I have seen people do extraordinary things. There's so much depth in us, and we don't really touch on it enough. And I think that... Um, between all the things, you know, confidence, belief, uh, overcoming fear, um, uh, all of that is terribly important in you pushing yourself forward and realizing you have one life and you have to live it hard and fast and learn as much as possible, be as kind as you can, uh, be as brave as you can and realize that every single thing is possible. Everything. You know, I have a, a new a new acronym uh, expression for fear, and it is feeling excited about reality. I love because, that. Because, you know, fear really is that same thing that excitement is. It's just we've been kind of branded as to it's a bad thing, I need to stay away. But it actually is more about leaping off the mountain. Yeah, I, look, going back to your original question about Everest, you have to be respectful of everything in life. And, you know, the, the Mother Nature is a very wily, clever, strong beast. Um, and when you go and you whatever your Mount Everest might be when you you know you start that journey if at any time you genuinely feel that the ground is a bit rocky or you're not sure you have to stop and you have to reassess and look at things it doesn't mean that you're going to not do it but you just must be realistic you must be very realistic about your goals um, but you have to keep realizing that your goals can be surpassed by another goal, which is, you know, bigger and better and brighter and changing. You know, as I said, you know, when I was a young man, I was quite self-centered on what I was doing. I was a professional sailor and I was a young soldier. And, and you, you know, everything, I, again, I think at this, this sort of the millennium uh, generation has this. They're very good at being flighty, quick in their changing of their perspective and their needs and and I think we, uh, it's like the older generation, we have to th really accept that and take it on board. And it's actually a very encouraging thing. It's a new way of doing things. Um, but I think with all these things, you, everything has to be tempered with good sense, common sense, um, with judgment, trust. 
you know, people that, that are around you, your support system, teams, make teams better, you know, all the teams that I try and put together, everyone's much better than me. You know, I, so you know, Justin, I, let me ask you a quick question. Yep. What, what was the shift from the me to the we? Because I think a lot of people oftentimes get so caught up in themselves and their problems and their issues and what's going on in their life or how they want to succeed that they never quite shift over to the we until something major happens. What was the shift from the me to the we? Well, uh, my me is still very strong in me. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm pretty driven on what I want to do and what I think I can achieve. But what's happened is I've wrapped a we around it. So the two kind of run in parallel. Um, and... I'm a very big believer in ambition, in ego, in all managed though, or in all manageable. Um, both of those on the wrong side of the fence are incredibly unattractive qualities. But on the right side of the fence, they just make you better. And when you realize that actually the sum of a whole is better than the sum, the sum of a single, yes, you uh, start appreciating that that's the way to go and the other thing I um, have been lucky in my sort of you know raison d'etre of things that I've done to realize is that um, if you are actually if you invest in what makes the world better having a conscience I call it the art of fulfillment um, you become a better person and in a strange way it makes you stronger so it makes you stronger in a whole mass of different areas which are very it's a paradox of where we normally are. And I think that that's, I'm, I'm writing a book at the moment, and it's sort of on that, which is to try and understand it's actually very simple, and you don't have to push yourself to you know, extraordinary levels. It's just realizing by just helping and being considerate, um, it affects things that you wouldn't think it would affect. It affects your business, uh, and it affects the bottom line of a business. And it affects you as an individual on your capability and all the things we've talked about, your belief, your confidence, your mojo. Uh, it affects your family life, how you are with your kids or your, you know, whatever your dynamic is in, in your relationships. Um, and it's a very good leveler, you know. And I think that it's, it's a question of bringing all of this together but doing it very carefully. And it takes a bit of, t you, you know, you need time for it to roll out to fully understand um, how the me works and how the we can integrate with that. Well, what it, what it really sounds like you're saying is that you really do have to have a strong sense of self mm. to be able to move out into the world and then be willing to come back into that centered place. It, it, that is the cycle of infinity. And without that balance of in, uh, interacting and, and moving back and forth, you really can't do more in the world because yeah. it's too heavily weighted on one side or the other. Yeah, I, I think that's very, very succinct. I think also the, uh, you know, what you felt um, as a sort of younger being was important is not quite as, as important as you progress in life. And you realize that, um, you know, that there are a whole mass of other things which actually are important and do make you feel better and more substantial. I mean, I... I I had fantastic parents when I grew up. Uh, sadly, they're, they're, they're not with us anymore. But they were very concerned with how we, uh, our, our perception of the world and also the opportunity of what that perception unfolded. Uh, and i.e., you know, that you really appreciate that you can turn your hand at anything. You know, you can go and do that and, and to try and to be as interesting as possible and interested in everything that we do. And um, I think that this new generation I mean it's interesting but I, I think there that people you have to stumble you know failure is, is a part of life 
Uh, and every failure, when you look back on it, will have huge influence on where you are in life. You know, the failure are actually the, the, the uh, cornerstones of what progress you. And it's learning to be tenacious and, and, and uh, persistent to, to follow whatever that objective might be. But when you uh, start realizing that it's actually very simple, the story is very simple. You know, you've just got to, you're not going to do anything unless you work hard. You know, you, there are certain building blocks which you have to have. Um, you know, you have to work hard, you have to be disciplined, you've got to be motivated. But then on top of that, if you just do things that, as we've said, that actually make you feel uh, important and significant, the rest will sort of fall in place. And I think that that's, you know, it's very interesting here, obviously, lots of young businesses. And, you know, I, I had a young business at, at, um, a, a, a few years ago. And, you know, it's very exciting. It's daunting. It's exciting. It's all those things. But if you can get all the bits and pieces that we've discussed together right in yourself, then you're ready for that, that journey. And the, and the pitfalls that will come and the highlights and, the, you know, all of that it will unfold and it tends to unfold chronologically you know so it's a listen it's a fun journey but you have to my 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 resin debt really is you just have to really embrace life you know justin packstraw is a strong advocate for raising awareness and money for important causes from empowering people to reach their potentials to looking after and protecting our environment all of his expeditions raise money for charity expeditions that he has been involved in raised over three and a half million to date i want you to talk a little bit justin about your philanthropy and what your mission and vision is right now what you're wanting to do out in the world uh, well, the ph it's actually a bit more than that. We've raised over $10 million now. Wow. Uh, and who would think on the back of, you know, um, selfish guys going off and having a nice time or selfish guys and girls. But um, my vision is uh, I want to do a lot more of this. I love it. I'm, I'm very passionate about um, three things, really. Um, our conservation and, you know, looking after the environment, our, uh, the, this planet we're on. Um, I used to be a soldier and our wounded soldiers is something which I, I, I'm again very passionate about. I've taken uh, wounded soldiers on two, two very big trips, one to the South Pole and, and they are quite inspirational and there's masses of lessons that we can learn from them and we must look after them. And third and probably most importantly is the next generation, is kids. Um, and um, there's something around you know my story and it's not really the storyteller but the story of as you say climbing mountains and sailing and or, or oceans it, it it seems to uh, really resonate very deeply well it resonates with everyone actually but with kids in particular and I talk a lot in schools and things and, and uh, I'm an ambassador for a wonderful organization in Britain called the, the Duke of Edinburgh's award um, and I think that if we can really empower them with that message of learning that the outdoors uh, brings out a lot of the things that we've discussed, it's a very clever way of letting kids realize how capable they are um, and, and the tools that they need to progress to hopefully make a difference. Well, it has been a pleasure and an honor to have Justin Packshaw. You can find out more about him at justinpackshaw.com. 
definitely look up his TED Talk, quite inspirational and motivational. We are here on the planet about the me, the we, and the all. And when you step into your childlike wonder, dive into your unknown, and allow your unique genius of your rebel spirit to come blazing out, you will make the invisible visible. The divine within you is wanting to express extraordinary things. So go that extra mile. And when you find your chips are down, just step out of your comfort zone and fly. I'm Simran Singh. Tune in to me on Mondays at 11 a.m. Eastern, every week on 1111 Talk Radio, Voice America's 7th Wave. See you soon. This is VoiceAmerica.com. Depend on it.